and welcome to our brand new podcast, Bin It or Binge It, where we watch three episodes of a hot topic TV series, take a deep dive into it and decide whether to ultimately bin it off or binge the rest of the series, just so you don't have to. I'm your host, Emily Brewster, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon Harkness. Welcome, welcome. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, all good. All the better for seeing you, my dear. Oh, Um, so lovely. (laughs) Such a charmer. So for those of you that don't know who we are, which probably you don't, like I say, I'm Emily and I'm the in-house presenter for It's Gone Viral. And Simon here is our go-to celebrity interviewer. Simon, in fact, I heard you interviewed Robert Pattinson this week. I've got to be honest, he, like, he is beautiful. He's a really, really beautiful guy. And he is. I wasn't expecting, well, what is it about him, do you think, Em? So personally, I wouldn't have him as my number one, but I can appreciate the beauty. I think <laughs> it's because he's got quite a symmetrical face. And apparently mm. that, is, that is how you define beauty. I don't know who decided that. I don't think I have a very symmetrical face, so I will not consider myself in that category. But yeah, I think he's just, and because he was in Twilight and he was just, I don't know, he's got a bit of mysteriousness about him, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair enough. I think the main thing I took away from him was how chiseled his bone structure is and also his eyes. And he's also just a little bit, he's a little bit mad and we, we love that. Um, but yeah, no, both were it. absolutely delightful to chat to. Love speaking to them. Um, and yeah, got some really good content. Um, but I am not the only one who's had a celebrity encounter this week. Um, uh, <laughs> well, t- I mean, what did you get up to on Friday? Well, I was just chilling with some royalty, really. I was chilling <laughs> uh, with a few queens myself. Drag queens, they were. Um, (laughs) Yes, we were doing some promo for Drag Race UK versus the world, who, yeah, it's an amazing competition. I think by the time this goes out, the final will be done, but it's drag queens from all over the world competing to see who's the best. So it was so, so much fun. I did feel (laughs) very, very underdressed, I have to say. I was kind of doing my makeup in the morning thinking, should I be doing more? <laughs> Blue eyeshadow today? Is that too much? Uh, but yeah, no, it you was... should have re- gone for the, um, you know, like in The Simpsons where Homer creates a shotgun, which has got yeah. makeup on it and he shoots Marge in the face. You should have gone for that. That would have been <laughs> iconic. Um, it probably would have looked better, to be fair. <laughs> So today we're going to be discussing The Dropout. So Amanda Seyfried, who I'm hoping I've pronounced that right, plays Elizabeth Holmes, a Steve Jobs obsessed biotechnology entrepreneur in a tale of ambition and fame that all goes terribly wrong. Yeah. And she dates, I think it's Saeed from Lost. Yes. He looks completely different, but I think it's because he's had a haircut. Yeah. I mean, you look like a whole new person when you've had a haircut. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Especially when you go, and talking of him, there's a bit in the series where she's talking about dating him, considering I think she's meant to be 18 at the start of it, and he's clearly in his 50s, would you say? I just turned to my girlfriend when we were watching it, and I was like, are they they together? And she was like, no, no, surely surely they're not right for each other. That's a a bit weird. Yeah. It turns out they are. Yeah, they they go full on, um, especially in, like, episode two. They... They are together. They are together. Um, oh, oh, they are together. Got, they're, they're certainly together. Um, got me thinking, though, Em. Like, 
How old is too old, if you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm quite open-minded for other people. So I wouldn't judge if there's an age gap for other people, right? But for myself, I would find it very, very strange if I was dating someone that was the same age as my dad, for example. (laughs) I just, that's not for me. Like I say, if that's what you're into, not judging you, but I'm not. So I, I would say I like a bit of an older man. Brad's a couple of years older than me, but that's too far for me. What about you? I, I know someone who I went to school with who when we were like 16, 17, she had a boyfriend who was like five or six years older. And I thought, oh, okay, it's a bit weird. Anyway, they broke up probably about four or five years ago now. And now she's got an even older boyfriend and kind of want to call her out on daddy issues, but it's certainly not my place. <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's just, the age gap just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Anyway, for me, uh, Beth's a couple of years younger than me. <laughs> she's like, I mean, she's three and a half years younger than me. So yeah, I'm, I'm not quite as bad as Saeed from Lost in, in this situation. <laughs> I think I will do you a favor here and move on swiftly because we yep. need to get back on track. Like I say, we'll stop rambling. So what did you actually know about the story that it's based on of Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos, is it, her company? Being completely honest, I didn't really know anything about it. And then when we were told we should watch The Dropout, um, instantly got hooked on the, the story of it. I mean, it's yeah. an incredible story, isn't it? So for people who don't know, um, Elizabeth Holmes was at one point, I think she was rated like in the Forbes list of like the most... Was it, is it like 30 under 30? Basically, she was a very, very successful businesswoman who yeah. created a company called Theranos. And it was all about, it was all about uh, testing your blood. And the, the less testing you could do, it could then like diagnose what's wrong with you. Um, and she's basically had a massive fall from grace because the whole company was basically founded on fraud and corruption. Um, and she was basically pitching a product that didn't work and was making, like pulling in millions of sponsorship. Yeah. Um, and yeah, absolutely fascinating. But until we were assigned the dropout, I didn't know anything about it. What about you? Yeah, until we were ordered to by producer Jeff. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I I kind of heard of the story, I must admit, but I do think that there's probably quite a few of these stories. Like Inventing Anna, which came out recently, was that actually based on something real? Have I made that up? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it was. So Inventing Anna, kind of similar and it's obviously come out at the same time so I don't know if they're in competition or because I started watching that and I wasn't particularly interested because her voice irritated the hell out of me but uh in terms of this story I didn't know but when I read up about it I was kind of thinking first of all I was like yeah boss bitch and then I thought no that's so immoral (laughs) what she's doing the more I thought about it and the more I watched it I was thinking no very vulnerable people that you're taking advantage of it, it could have started out with good intentions, but it's money. Money causes issues. Money causes issues. Well said. So now it's time to decide whether to bin it or binge it, because that is the whole point of the podcast. This isn't just my job. This is who I am. Anybody who doubts my company doubts me. So, Simon, you've watched three episodes. Yep. Would you bin it or binge it? Oh, I have been agonizing over this. 
all day. I text James with about 10 minutes to go in the last episode. And he was like, so what are you going to do, bin it or binge it? And I was leaning towards bin it. And then the last 10 minutes of the third episode, I can't categorically say bin it, but I also don't think I can binge it. So I'm still leaning towards bin it. I'm going to say bin it. Got there in the end. <laughs> Talk about sitting. <laughs> Talk about sitting on the fence. Do you, do you understand? Do you understand the concept of this podcast, Simon? Can I, I just d- confirm? <laughs> I do, I do, and I know it should have been like at one point we were discussing the idea of like having a three-word review, and I've massively gone over three words. But yeah. uh, I, I'm going to stick with bin it, like, and it is with a heavy heart that I'm going to bin it. So that's my thoughts, Emily. What do you think? Are you going to bin it or binge it? I am 100% going to screw it up in a ball and put it in the bin. I'm going to bin it. (laughs) I I can understand what you're saying about the end of the third episode kind of picking up a bit. But again, concept of the podcast, we're only... We're only looking at the first three episodes. And to me, if I'm watching something and it doesn't grip me in those first three episodes, bah, Felicia, I'm not interested. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I would bin it. I just think it was, don't get me wrong. I think Amanda Seyfried, I think I've said it different every time I say it. Amanda Seyfried? Seyfried. Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. I'm going to say. She is amazing in it, I think. And she did really, really well to get out of the mean girls, mamma mia <laughs> typecast kind of role. So I think her performance is great and we'll talk about that in more detail, but I think the story is so interesting, but it's just a bit lackluster to me. I don't, I don't want to wait until the third episode to be interested. I don't know about you. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, honestly, halfway through the second episode, I was like, no, this is, get, this is getting binned. And yeah. then it dragged me in again at the end of the, of, of the second episode. And then halfway through the third episode, I was like, no, it's getting binned. And then it almost pulled me back in again. But I completely agree. By the third episode of a brand new series, you sort of need to be like completely hooked. And whilst I find it interesting, and I'm sure it's going to get even grittier and more interesting. Mm. The first three episodes, I don't think does the story justice because it's a no. very interesting story. Um, yeah, There's, we've agreed. We never agree on anything. I know, right? I mean, you kind of fell in both camps, so you could agree with the, <laughs> whatever I said. It's a bad day. I know. Fuck them all. Fuck everyone. Yeah, so I feel like it, it started off. It started off well, and weirdly, when it got out of the scenes of college, it just kind of flopped a little bit and I never really felt like it, it brought up the same the same like tension which is weird because when she's not at college the stakes are really high because she's dropped out and this is her child and this is her baby and this is basically what she thinks is going to make her billions and you'd think the pressure that comes about would make for a really interesting follow-up but I just feel like it never really picked up the same momentum as it did when she was at uni do you know what I mean? Yeah and I think when I say this it lacked subtlety. And when I say that, I mean, so there's a, there's a scene in it where she's kind of practicing her social skills in the mirror. Do you remember that bit? She's kind yeah. of like, ha, huh, I'm having a great time. <laughs> I'm having a good, it just, for me, it just 
like I say, it lacked subtlety. It was just a bit obvious. There's certain parts of it. I'm like, oh, why did mm. why did they choose to do that? And that's obviously not Amanda's fault. Um, but it just, to be fair, what I did like about it, let's let's be positive for some aspects. What I did like is that it had quite a straightforward, linear narrative. It wasn't kind of chopping and changing. Do you know what I mean? So it was quite easy to follow. But then I don't yeah. know if that made it boring. Yeah, do you know what? That's actually a really interesting point. I think maybe this is one of the, the rare times where a bit of a non-linear storyline could have like mm. injected a bit a bit more. It could, it could yeah. have like scenes at uni and then she like learns about something and then it cuts to four years later where she's like, I don't know, maybe it would have been a bit too spoilery. But yeah. maybe it could they could have like played off the, the two sides of it really because a big thing of, in the first episode is like you've dropped out of uni and you haven't got the degree to make the people who you're asking for investment to take you seriously. So yeah. maybe maybe that could have bounced off really well. Well, you should have directed it. Um, I know, yeah, right? if only. I, I, <laughs> I know what you mean about subtlety as well. Um, what I will say is I love the bit where she, I think it's maybe in the second uh, second episode where she like starts to drop her voice and she's taking... <gasps> Uh, she, she's basically taking like tutelage and um, points from a very successful uh, billionaire twat. To be honest, he was he was a <laughs> twat. Um, to and put it nicely, she, <laughs> she obviously takes all of like everything he's saying um, and basically like acts on it. And that I think is the clear moment when you go from being a uh, a dropout with a really solid business plan, doing something for the good of humanity, essentially, obviously making new money in the process when you just become obsessed with money and to quote the show to get that fucking money and it's like there's no point getting that money if a if your business doesn't work and doesn't do what it should do and b if you if you're doing it for the completely wrong reasons can we talk more about the voice please because you touched upon yeah. it very briefly but i made very bold notes when i was watching it the voice so because mm. because we maybe didn't know so much about the story, someone that will know the kind of narrative behind it um, will probably know that that actually happened in real life. This woman goes, even when she was doing um, interviews, she would drop her voice just to sound, <laughs> to give herself authority. Keep going, keep going, yeah. <laughs> so I just, I'll just do the rest of the podcast like this. <laughs> I, maybe I, I bow to your authority. Yeah, but... The real woman, um, a complete. What's her? What's her name? Holmes. Holmes. Catherine Holmes. Cat. Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes. Got there. Yeah. <laughs> fucking fuck is Catherine Holmes. <laughs> I know there's someone. Sherlock Holmes. Um, That's the one. Yeah. If you, if you're listening to this, and not right now, because obviously you will be gripped by our conversation. But after this, go and listen to Elizabeth Holmes' interview where she drops out of character. It's really interesting because she has a normal voice and then all of a sudden she re you can hear her realize what she's doing and then she just starts talking like this again. It's so weird. It's like a weird alter ego and it's actually apparently a sign of being a sociopath. By the sounds of it, we just were expecting a little bit more. It's not, you're not glued to it, are you? No, I just, it's one of those ones that I wouldn't go into the office and be like, you really have to go and watch this episode or series. And to me, yeah, it just falls flat. If, if, 
it's like a weekend watch or you're hungover or something, maybe. <laughs> but otherwise, <laughs> bin it. Um, <laughs> were there any other interesting parts? Uh, Stephen Fry pops up. That's nice. Oh, yeah. It's kind of cool. And nice the, the weird obsessive dance that she does over Steve Jobs, a poster of Steve Jobs, which is kind yeah. of nos- nostalgic, I guess. Because I imagine a lot of people watching it will be like, yeah, I remember what poster I had up in my room. And I can guarantee it was not Steve Jobs. <laughs> but it- Mine was Robert Pattinson. Straight up. <laughs> Just, I've always been a big fan. Um, yeah, I, the nostalgia Creep. element is really... <laughs> the nostalgic element is a really good point, actually. Like, yeah. I, the, the soundtrack is really good. Um, yeah. And I, I love seeing like the, the original iPod and like the, the opening of the Apple store and stuff. Like... It's mad to think that like it's what 13 years ago and yeah like it was that it made me feel really old but i also <laughs> love seeing it <laughs> you are um, old uh yeah it I reminded know. me of how crazy people went over apple have you ever like camped out for an apple launch <laughs> tell me honestly no what's that have, <laughs> have a life really i had you down <laughs> yeah. for that, that kind of guy <laughs> <laughs> I, I have taken offense to that <laughs> um no no of course i haven't no have you <laughs> no no i actually haven't but i am an android wanker so ah that'd be it because i'm it. really i'm really edgy what do you run on that computer mac or windows i'm a mac i'm a mac i'm a pc never mind uh, why do you want to know are you putting in spyware so we've obviously spoken about Amanda Seyfried and yeah. her performance and her name a lot. A lot about yeah. her name. Um, <laughs> what I found really, really quite interesting in this is that I believe she's 36 years old. And I'm amazed at how convincingly she is playing an 18-year-old. And not yeah. just 18. Like, she's even younger in some of the previous scenes, like before she goes off to college. Like, yeah. That's really impressive. It's either really impressive or they did not have the budget to find someone to play a younger version of herself. But no, she does have quite a baby face though, doesn't she? She does. Maybe I it's imagine, the eyes. I imagine she still gets ID'd. Did you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> that, that leads me nicely to my next question. Yeah. Um, Emily, what, what age range do you think you could pass for? And do you still get ID'd? hardly ever unfortunately i'm kind of like (laughs) you know when you kind of get it out your purse hoping that they're gonna be like have you got any idea sometimes i just show it anyway when they don't ask for it i'm like (laughs) i'm old enough (laughs) just um how young do i think i could pass for yeah If, if i'm casting if i'm casting for a funny nice polite presenter who needs to be blonde in the age range of blank to blank what is it i mean i'd probably tell you to keep looking but um (laughs) i don't know i could probably go for like how old am i 26 i'd say i could probably pass for like 22 is that a push question mark um (laughs) useful complexion (laughs) please (laughs) 22 i shouldn't have asked this question because i'm gonna sound sound like a dick either way um yeah yeah i think 22 um you've got the you've got the youthfulness of someone who's straight out of uni and you've got the sensibilities of someone who could pass for older yeah go with 22 to 
35. <laughs> right, I quit. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's a 13-year gap. So, I yeah, mean, Holly I... Willoughby's been doing it for decades. People still seem to think that she's, like, in her low 20s. She hosts everything. Yeah. She's I mean, yeah. if I'm in the same sentence as Holly Willoughby, I am happy. How, how young or old do you think you'd pass for? <laughs> Uh, uh, listeners and viewers, I'm 30. I know, I know. Um, I went for an audition for a Sky Cinema advert when I was 26 to play yeah. a 16 year old, <laughs> and I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm going to be. And you got it. Honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I shaved as well. Shaved for it as well. Um, which you come guys on, my, my you don't really need business. to shave. Come exactly. on. It's a bit of a travesty. Um, I didn't get the audition. I was by far the oldest in the in like the, the green room where you wait before you go in to do your lines. Um, yeah. And I was just like, just out of interest, guys. There's probably about 12 people in the room. But just out of interest, how old is everyone? And someone was like, uh, I'm, I'm 16, I'm 17, I'm 19. Oh, I'm, I'm 21. And I was like, I'm 26. <laughs> and at you... that point, I knew I didn't get a job. Did you go on a nappy night? with them afterwards like an underage <laughs> party come on guys <laughs> i bought them all booze they loved me uh, <laughs> all waiting waiting outside the shop so for those of you that are just listening to this podcast and not watching simon has a really really long beard um <laughs> that he's been growing for these years i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah since that audition <laughs> um yeah think i when i was watching it i was kind of thinking about her dream of being a billionaire when she was a teenager. Elizabeth, mm. this is I'm talking about. Moving on swiftly back to what we were talking about. Uh, yeah, her dream of being a billionaire when she was a teenager. Imagine being her parent and trying to rein mm. that one in. <laughs> kind of manage yeah. expectations there. What was your dream as a teenager? Was it that big? Did we go that bold? <laughs> I did have an idea if, if acting and presenting didn't ever work out. My dream was to... My dream... An idea I had was to set up a sandwich shop, which was based off movies. So all the sandwiches would be like based off movies. So like the Die Hard would be like a full English breakfast in a sandwich. And the Super Bad would be like a really spicy chicken like wrap with McLovin's sauce. Like, and I'm, I still think I might do it one day. Uh, uh, okay. okay. I mean, <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't. I like... <laughs> I like the concept. I mean, if I was Stephen Bartlett in Dragon's Den, can't say I'd invest. It needs some work. It's a little rough around the edges. Why it's a great would, idea, right? Why would Die Hard be an English breakfast? I mean, if you have, a, if you have an English breakfast every day, you will die. You will soon, die hard. hard. Yeah. Is that, is that you what not, you were thinking? Yeah, how did you not twig? Oh, that was quite clever. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like when you have to explain your menu, it's like a joke. <laughs> yeah, it just... yeah, it takes you like 10 minutes just to order a sandwich. Like, no, but, no, but you will die. You get yeah, it? You get it? You die um, hard. <laughs> what yeah. about you? What was your, your teenage youthful dream? Um, I always had dreams of being on a stage or on screen or just being the center of attention, really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all kind of based around that. Um, and I'm not doing too bad because I am currently on a screen. Um, <laughs> you, you're yeah, I just, 
yeah, I had dreams of kind of being in a musical, basically being on the West End. And then I realized that I can't sing. So yeah, that, that kind of went to pop really. <laughs> you, should treat your, you should treat your voiceover work like you would a, a song. You're very good at voiceover. So, Thank you. Just keep plugging away at those pipes. Doesn't mean I can sing. <laughs> <laughs> so in summary, we have actually agreed on something and Simon and I have decided to bin it. Bin it. Bin it, bin it, bin it. Not for bin us. Bin it hard. Yeah. <laughs> Simon has changed <laughs> camps before. He's like, mm, mm, I kind of I want to bin it, but mm, don't want to binge it. Yeah, it, was, it was after you said screw it up and put it in the bin. I thought, you've really gone hard. But yeah, yeah no, yeah, bin it. Yeah, it's not, not really worth your time. Three, I wouldn't say it's three hours of my life I'm not going to get back, but it's three hours which could have been spent doing something else. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It was not a shambles and there are some glimmers of hope there just not enough yeah it, it didn't capture my attention for long enough and like we say if it hasn't grabbed us by the first three episodes see ya see ya it's a good yeah. rule of thumb that in general isn't it yeah 100 percent. but yeah if you want to watch it then do so at your own risk <laughs> you could even get through it then do so then do so but you need to watch the whole thing i suggest rather than just the three yeah. Uh, episodes because I can feel it starting to pick up especially mm. when there's Amy Winehouse like right at the end of episode three where it's just like getting into it but I lost yeah. attention by then do or do not there is no try what that's Yoda from Star Wars right I think that's it then Simon the master of all plugs I'm sure you've got something that you want to sell <laughs> to the listeners and viewers Check out our channel. Check out our channel. Subscribe. Um, no, because you, you took the piss out of me. But <laughs> yes, please check out the Batman video. It's doing really well on YouTube. I may have mentioned that. You can also, you can also like uh, track the progress of my red face. Start off relatively pale. By the end of it, it's just a red sweaty mess. So if Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz don't keep you hooked, my face will. Um, and also <laughs> check out uh, the drag queen roast battle that we put out last week as well because it's it's good fun um, yes. and yeah hopefully we'll have some more celebrity content coming out soon i think that's it thanks for listening and we'll see you next time 